Welcome back to Today in Adventuring, a homebrew D&D 5e podcast. Because I know that's the one thing that you need in your life right now. Another D&D podcast. I'm your host and DM, Will Powers, and on my right we have... Ike Maidem, playing Raphael Greenwich. Rich Powers, playing Shvig Batala. Cody Gerke, playing Skondrag the Forgotten. What? Was that? Oh, oh! You're talking about the cliffhanger that I left everyone no! on this last week. He just said his last. He name. just said his last name. Oh, I totally missed it. What? I did not. You oh. said Cody Gerke. I know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Shoot. What? Okay. I guess everyone will know why that just happened at the end of this episode. Whoa. Um. Cool. So, uh, picking up right where we left off last time, you guys have just uh, been in this huge battle with uh, with Solon. Uh, who claims to be God of the Sun. And uh, now you are um, separated from Cody, who fell into... Well, I guess you don't really know what. In fact, he doesn't know what. The so only what did thing, that look like to us when we were looking at him? You see a sphere of fire that disappears, and Cody is no longer... Or Skondrag is no longer there, and neither is Solon. And where is so Solon's not there, but he screamed no. Like yeah. well, as they were falling through the, the yeah. cracked environment. Oh, okay. So is, where's Aha? Aha is laying on the ground in front of you. Right where he was. Yeah. So I would run towards the spot that he was. Okay. Yeah, I mean a hundred percent. Like I think immediately when I see him not there anymore, like I would matter's cloak below like try to see if he was under like try to see if Solon had sunken below like mm-hmm. and, just... and I would be searching the grass or whatever the surface is to see if he's like any remnants of him or anything I'm just like on all fours looking at the ground yeah you see nothing I think I would Aha being on the floor and like Famar and Vanessa, like what, what, where did he, what is that? Where did he go? What, he can't just disappear. And uh, you see Vanessa's like cradling Aha's head and Famar is looking around and he's like, he, 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 he could be anywhere. That doesn't help n- narrow anything down. How do how, how do we get him? We can't just leave him. I can't. I. He's. No. We. I don't know. How can you not know? You're a god. You know everything. No. Did you see what that battle did to Adha just because she used. More than she should have. The whole reason this happened is because we stopped supporting the foundations of the world. I don't give I don't give two rats about the foundation of the world. How are we supposed to seek for you if you can't even protect us? We tried. Try harder. We tried everything. Hey. And we're gonna cut there. Skondrag. You're standing in front of Aragrath. Is it dark? Like, what? what is around me? What does that look like? Nothing right now. Just me and him? Mm-hmm. Uh, how, how did... Where, where am I? Where, where... What is this? Well, where you are is uh, too close to me. Okay. Not to say that uh, I don't want you here, because it would be nice to have you around again, but uh, I don't think you're quite ready yet. How, um, how about uh, how about a game for uh, old times' sake? I mean, but everybody was up, and they 
I don't know if I can play a game right now, man. I I got people waiting on me, depending on me. Well, it's going to uh, be difficult for you to, to uh, get back. <laughs> you don't understand. I'm I'm not the same same guy I was when we were in the forge. Like that. that's very different. And and I I, I mean, I know about. Uh, your involvement with Crane. How do you how do you know that name? Well, he uh, rules this plane. Uh, wait. How, how? Hold on. So he brought me here, or he brought you here? Is is it? What was with the hands? And and where is Solon? Well. Uh, I don't know where Solon went, um, but uh, you kind of fell. I, I I get that. I understand that. I, I know I was in the middle of the battle. I fell, and and I'm here. And wh- where's Cryone? If you if you seem to know him so well, where is he? He sent me to stop you from going farther, because if you go any farther, you will not be able to go back. Oh, okay. We now, are in a peculiar spot right now. Um, this is a... Much like the uh, Astral Graveyard, this is a place where uh, the, the pieces of broken... I don't know how else to put it. The pieces of broken universes come to rest it is a place between those who are alive and those who are dead so you're here to send me back to the living well to try (laughs) not that I know how to do it in that case if this is the time I got with you let's play a game so you guys sit down and uh, I use the dispenser on my hat and pull out one of the dryad cigars. And I said, hey, man, I don't know if this is going to work, but toss that piece of crap. And I hand him one of the dryad cigars. He like smells it and he's like, damn it. I haven't had one of these in a long time. So hopefully it's a little longer before you have another one of mine. <laughs> Um, and you just see a game table appear in front of you, and uh, there's a game of Gearworks going on it. Right. And he sits in front of you, and then he says, Now, Skondrag, I know we weren't too open about uh, our personal lives at work, but uh, what do you remember about your mother, Eldith? Yeah. <laughs> uh. Quite a bit. I mean, now wait, wait. Before we get into personal, I understand how this works. You cheated the last time we played this game. It didn't end well for really any of us. We'll get to that. What did she do before you were born? Uh, she always worked on farm. I assume. <laughs> Rapidly pulls up his own character backstory. <laughs> Always just been farmers. Well, she she didn't uh, tell you. You don't know who she served. <laughs> sir, sir. <laughs> uh, hey, you're funny. My mom's simple, man. I mean, she just outskirts yeah, of the swamplands. We we've always kind of had our. I mean, <laughs> she ain't serving nobody. What Your you mama was a cleric who served Lady. As you call her, as she called her, it was uh, <laughs> no, no, Santa no. Lee Rurik was a cleric. Mom wasn't a cleric. But she was. And she did not tell you. And there's something else she didn't tell you. 
What's that? Scondrag, you were a stillbirth. That... That doesn't make any... No, that's not... That doesn't make any sense. That's that's not that's not how the world works. I don't know how to tell you this, but you entered this world as dead. I yeah. So you're you're telling me I I entered the world dead, and and my mom was uh, a godly cleric serving serving Lady Luck herself. That's right. <laughs> And your mom uh, and your yeah. pa, Alork, pleaded with Lady. And she was fond of them. And so she uh, cashed in an old favor with uh, Cryone. <laughs> how, do you, how do you know this? How do you, you're saying you're saying names that that no one no one knows because he told me when he sent me to stop you before you got he looks around before you got here uh as a baby he released his grip on you uh, but that's not all he did you were compatible for some reason <laughs> for the first time since his own death he mocked you and you became his chosen ah <laughs> uh, you mean chose well that's why he's intervening right now too look at your hand and I do and you see those black letters etching themselves into your skin. And just with each etch, it's just like a searing pain, unimaginable pain in your hand. But I'm handling it well. Like, I mean, I'm having a conversation. And that's that. I would say is... everything is so shocking right now. Okay. That you probably have enough adrenaline to get through it. But like, if you were actually feeling the full extent of this pain, it would be excruciating. Yes. If this continues, you'll be mocked with death's word, and you will know nothing but suffering. All right. I can't. I can't stay here then. Well, then it's time you knew the truth. I feel like you just gave me all hateful truth. Well, there's more you need to know. Lay it on, lay it on thick. Let's get this over with. Skondrag, it wasn't your fault. It was... Don't start that again. Skondrag, it wasn't your fault. There are things that you don't remember about that day. Yeah, you threw the shard, but I I threw the card, man. No, you don't remember him. Who? The area around you shifts. And goosebumps crawl across your skin as you see giant boilers from your factory in front of you. You hear the familiar sound of metal screeching as chains pull it along tracks in the roof. And sparks fly as flames liquefy metal. The sound of heavy machinery pounds in the background and your makeshift gearworks table is full of money, cards, and at the center of the stack, a small purplish shard. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what you were. (laughs) I didn't know anything beyond the forges of Fairland, but... I should have seen through the coin that was given me to play that in our game. To think I got paid a few pieces of gold for my own life. That irony is not lost on me. Who was it? 
Who do I not remember? You'll see. Um, my eyes are burning right now. Um, you uh, hear a shout. It's your own voice accusing Aragrath of cheating. And as you look over at that table, um, you see yourself and him playing a game. And then you are that Skondriag looking out at, at Aragrath. And you just watch yourself throwing a card in his direction. And he dodges it. Gets out of the way really quickly. And uh, he's like, that's rich coming from you. <laughs> the king of all traitors. And your hand slams into the table. Making the shard slide into it. And as soon as it makes contact, you feel a rush through your body. Like energy and heat overflowing from every pore. And the small shard stops glowing purple and turns to dust. And your eyes turn a slight purple hue. Then you feel pain in your arms. And all the way up your spine. As you look down, you see small, delicately carved needles poke out of your skin and across your body. And you feel a hand, you feel your hand, start to move independently of you. And when you look at Aragrath, also, he has needles protruding from his body. And his muscles are spasming as he tries to regain control of himself. And then you smell it. Um, you've smelled it one be- once before when one of the dwarves accidentally fell into the press and got crushed. Your factory reeks of blood. And then from behind you, you hear... <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Very well, very good. Basul will be very pleased that I have managed to find Cryone's Chosen. And you watch as a taller human-looking man walks around the table wearing a red military jacket. His skin covered in cracks. His body is looks like it's about to break into pieces. And between those cracks are blue light that pulses around his body. He bends over to look you in the eyes and and his head and he uh, maneuvers his head slightly to the side. I have searched a long time for you. So right now my hand is not in my control. No. And Aragrath is in front of, of you alive. Wow. Any other part of my body in, in his needle grip? The only thing you can move is your mouth. Okay. Why Why are you looking for me? I'm nobody. <laughs> You're nobody. <laughs> you are the key to what I've needed for a long time. The, 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 the key? The key. I'm, literally, I'm a welder. I, I, I'm a gambler. Like, I'm not even a good gambler. I'm a lousy gambler. Leave my friend alone, man. Like, what, what is happening here? Which friend? Uh, most of the other ones are dead already uh, no you know I don't know what happened to split your family but a father selling out his own son for pocket change (laughs) it was was sweet poetic betrayal and Oloric almost told me about you for free and Adha's intervention oh you, you got Unfortunately it. for you, she's preoccupied elsewhere right now. Adha, who's Adha? <laughs> and what? Why? Why have you talked to my 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 father? Like what? He he's not even a part of it. Like he doesn't stop what you're doing. No, 
as much as I enjoy that face you're making, let's take your power for a joyride, shall we? My power. And then you feel your arm move on its own, like twitching, and you pick up a card. And again, he forces you to throw this card. And you watch it slip through your fingers, and just before it makes contact with Aragrath's forehead, there's a flash of purple. And the card disappears. And then you hear a thunderous explosion as the boiler in front of you explodes, destroying half of the factory. You're stunned for a moment. And then your eyes settle, your ears stop ringing, and you see this wall of purple light that guards you from the blast. And in front of you is a charred corpse. (laughs) (laughs) All of that with just a flick of the wrist. Oh, you will be quite a fun little puppet. (laughs) I'm no one's puppet. I can't wait to cut you open and watch you squirm as I put my magnets in each one of your muscles. (laughs) No. As you say that, all of the needles rocket out of your skin. In every direction. No. You feel rage inside your heart. It's not even yours. No. And then your lips move without you forcing them to move. In a voice deeper than your own. Dayutak. You never learned to not play with things that are not yours. And then from your mouth springs a tiny baby snake. And you watch as it springs out of your mouth and latches onto the man's arm. And he screams in agony. And you see his arm shrivel in size. And crumple before your eyes. And then he vanishes. What are you doing? Die. I think I'd bend down and pick up the snake. It uh, looks you in the eyes and gives you a little lick on the nose. And then another boiler explodes. Destroying the other half of the factory. And then you are no longer in that scondriag. You're standing, watching yourself fall unconscious as the snake sits in your lap. And a purple barrier prevents you from falling to the fires around you. Ah. Told you it wasn't your fault. He. He killed them all, Scondrick. Every last one of your clansmen, except for you and your father. You are the last. I got sold out. You are the last Shatterbrow alive. I gotta get back. Sphage, <laughs> you so interested in that guy in the red cloak. I, got, I gotta get back. Well... Maybe I can help you get there. Back to Sphage and Raphael. I'm looking at this scorched circle and all of these like spider webs of all of the reality crumpling around us. I have my cane and I I do a flip with it and I grab the cane at the base of it so the head is at the end like a baseball bat. And I, with 
all of my power start bashing into any spider web that I can see, just annihilating it. Just this isn't right. I've lost everyone, everyone, because it's not my power. I don't have the ability. And I'm just smashing, smashing my cane, the head of my cane, and each spider web breaking and watching each of them get bigger and bigger. My mother, my father, Gunner, Crofton, my mom's alive. Toa, no Scotrack. It's it, not fair. Fig runs over there. When he says Skondragon, on his final swing with his uh, cane, he grabs his both of his hands with his big hand, and then he just kind of flips his helmet off and takes his breastplate and his pauldron off and just wraps around him and just kind of holds him as tight as he can. It's just not fair. Where did he go? Raphael, we cannot, we cannot stop. There are evil people. We need to help. We will find Skandriag. We will go and save people. We cannot give up. We cannot break our stuff. We, we can survive this. And we can go find the bad guys and we'll take them down. But he was family. You said it. We can't just leave family. We're here. We're now. He left us. It's not his fault. It is evil fault. We need to seek out evil and destroy it. As you are saying all this, you notice that the vines that you're standing on aren't actually vines anymore. But you're standing on the bark of a magnificent tree. And you didn't notice how far you had risen in this time. But you're now five, six, seven hundred feet up in the air. And you feel a soft breeze kind of blow up against you. And those spider webs that you were just like striking and striking and striking. Now with with Solon gone begin to you see basically like pieces of broken glass moving back to where they were and those spider webs starting to vanish from the air you see Raphael with evil gone everything returns to normal we need to stay strong we need to go look for Skandriag. We need to not forget. If we do nothing, evil wins. People die. I'm looking at the heroes trying to get what their feel is for the whole thing. You look over at them and they look so tired. Just tired. And then you see Lady kind of sit up, her throat still burned, and she says, We've been doing this a long time. It would help if you had freed Tiermadin for us. Tiermadin? What do you want me to do? And she looks up. And you see at the top of the tree is a statue of a man with a spear through his heart. So I... That's all you, buddy. <laughs> I slowly ease Raphael kind of right right next to Lady Dokalak. Oh, also, the place where Skondriag was... There's a leather tome sitting on the wood. Yeah, I wouldn't even I wouldn't even touch it. And so I go towards towards the statue. Okay. 
you start climbing up the tree. Um, uh, I take the half-smoked cigar from Data that Skondrag gave me, and I take a dagger out of my pocket, and I cut the outer shell of it, which the outer shell is always the most um, pristine tobacco leaf, the best-looking one, and I unroll it. Um, I go down, and I snag the tome and I flip to the first empty page that I can find. And I, uh, I kind of lick the back of the tobacco leaf and I press it onto that empty page and kind of rub it in with the back of my palm and just close the tome and put it in my satchel. As you do that, are you thinking of Skondrag? I'm not just thinking of Skondrag. I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of Toa, I'm thinking of the Citadel, I'm thinking of all the times in the past before we got into that saloon, I'm thinking of meeting Fours, I'm thinking of finding the core, I'm thinking of killing Bossom, I'm thinking of getting the bomb, I'm thinking of fooling the pirates, I'm thinking of him falling down the stairs the first, the second time, all of the interactions, the tobacco plant that I planted in the Citadel, the hot chocolate, um everything's just rushing and I press that tobacco leaf in just to not let anything that had happened fade away and just that memory be in that leaf on the page. You do that and then you see pen marks forming in the pages. And you see hand-drawn pictures of each one of those occasions you thought of. And it takes up a few pages. And then at the end, you see a picture of Skondriag sitting across from a game table of a dwarf you don't recognize. Well, you've seen him once. And then written below that, it says... The land below the graveyard. And with that, I kind of like rub my thumb across the image of Skondrag and just like look at it good and hard. Pull one of the bookmarks out of the top of it. Mm -hmm. Put it in that page. And with one hand, just close the tome as you do you also see wrapped in the branches of the tree is a golden bed frame and one of its tips has a small blue glint shining in it I pull my satchel around from my back and open it up and on the flap of it is uh, just the beautifully painted um, image of the elephant from the last show that happened at Steam and Mirrors before I left. Um, I flip open that cover and I slide the tome inside and I close it and I just start a slow walk over the bed frame and um, reach up and reach for the key yeah so as you kind of reach for it you just kind of see that the top the tip of the bed frame has like a cap that's screwed on and as you unscrew that cap you pull it out and it's hollow and you see inside is a small dragon tooth carved with intricate pins on it So with that, I grab the key and look at it long and hard. Uh, And I'm just thinking to myself about everything that had happened up until this point and just pull the tome back out and flip to the page of what I recognize this to be and open it and look at the key, look at it and... Here's to seeking the truth. And I put the key on the page. The key goes inside the page. 
and then there is a beautiful blue light that shines and almost encompasses the daylight outside. And you watch as the, the tome flips itself open through all of the pages, and you see new drawings, you see new maps, you see new writings flow onto the page, and the first page with the key, you see the form of a rod. Spade, you are scaling the tree to its top, where you, there's this mossy floor and these wonderfully almost carved um, branches around a statue of a man sprawl with his arms sprawling outward, a face contorted with pain, and a spear through his heart. So I um I wrap my arm around the the man and I grip the spear with my hand and I say Stratska and I try to pull the spear out from the the body of the man as you wrap your fingers around it you feel a familiar warmth come from the tree and from the statue and then you feel it budge. And then slowly it slides out of where it was until the tip removes itself from his body. And then you see where the, the spear had entered closes itself. And Around the spear, there were Celtic knots that are now unraveling and moving across the body. And you see as the stone turns to fabric. And as the arm, as it reaches the arms, they begin to fall to the sides of the man. And then his face begins to loosen from that contorted feeling he had. And then... <gasps> Where am I? Hi, Ice Vig. And he looks up and sees your face. You can't be. You can't be Schweig. Hi, Schweig. Sorry. Who are you? I'm. And you, he looks at his hands. And there's sparks across his fingers. And then, like, his eyes open up wide. And, like, you can see, it, it looks like his, his eyes are now glowing this intense red light. And then this burst of flame shoots out in every direction. And you see the clouds in the sky are dispersed. And then the air feels more calm than it did before. But he seems weaker now. I am Tyrmidin. Hello, Tyrmidin. You said your name was Svage? Svage Patala. You can't be my son. No, my, my father, Garadon. Patala. What was your mother's name? You will know my mother? What was your mother's name? Gerda? Gerda? Yeah? And you see a tear drip from his eye. Well. Hello, great-grandson. Oh... You are my grandpa? Well, great grandpa, yes. Oh, I hear you're a very amazing man. That's all I know. 
um, as you two are talking, there's like a blip of flame around you. And uh, you like blink for a second. And then when you open your eyes, you are um, in front of Famar and Lady and Vanessa. And you just watch as they embrace Tyrmidin. And you can tell immediately that all of them seem like they have more energy now. Do I still have the spear? You are still holding the spear. Okay. So I give Tyrmidin a really big hug. I, lo- I love you, Grandpa. <laughs> And he wraps his arms around you. He says, thank you. I've been there for too long. Hey, Raphael. Yeah, but He's my grandpa. Say hello. Tilmadin is my grandfather. You can't, you know, you can't just say things, right? You have to have, like, and I, like, look at Tyrmidin, like... It, you see a resemblance. And I look back see? at Svage, and I look at Tyrmidin, and I look back, like... Son of a biscuit. No, my dad named Garadon, not Biscuit. Son I of bet, a fox. I bet he was. <laughs> I bet he was. Oh. And then Tyrmidin sees you and sees the tear marks on your cheeks and he that's really breaking the fourth wall isn't it (laughs) and he sees the uh, the scorches on the wood and he walks up and you feel his hand like grab you by the back of the head oh help (laughs) and he presses you into his shoulder and then his other hand like comes around your back And he just says, he's not dead. See, he hugged like me too. He's my grandpa. He didn't leave you. No, that's that's not possible. You can still find him. And I like, I lean away from that embrace, and I and I kind of like address the other three. And what what makes us different than the other seekers that have come before? Why us? Why all of this? Why now? What's what's the difference? And uh, he looks down as well as the others ahead of you, and then. Vanessa walks toward you and she says, well, we can't say exactly, but that's what Farine told us. And he has never been wrong. Well, I guess I'm not one to upset tradition at this point so Svage yeah I ain't very happy I miss Gondriag so much we find him though yeah, we find him let's go right now let's go find him right uh, now and Tyrmidon raises a hand and he's like son I appreciate your enthusiasm Svage I I think it's time we take you to the Citadel I, that sounds like fun. Can I bring Yurnhoff? Yeah, buddy. <laughs> you can bring Yurnhoff. One thing. Tirmadin. I remember one story about my grandfather. His name Magnus. Are you Magnus? <laughs> I go by many names. Grandma was not very nice. <laughs> No, she was not. Yeah, I don't remember much, but I remember she yelled at me a lot. Yeah. Yeah, Spage buddy. 
I think it's time we head back home. We you know, Skandrag probably there. He probably lost it. He did not know where we were, so he went back to the beginning. You just might be right, bud. All right. You just might be right. Let's go get horse. Let's go get that horse. Before we end, I'm going to give Cody a chance to talk about um, what's kind of next steps in life. Just want to make sure that we're leaving this on the table right here. There's no hurt feelings. There's no hard feelings. um, But, you know, sometimes in life, things happen. And... uh, Sometimes people got to move on to other things for a time. So, Cody, go ahead and just talk about what's going on. That's uh, what's going on. Yeah. So um, my wife and I have two foster boys Um, recently had a job change and a lot of just chaos in life. Um, And so a year ago when we started, well, I don't know, a year and a half ago when we started this whole journey, it was just a whole different season than where I'm at now. Um, and I absolutely love, love recording. Uh, it's so much fun and just getting this around the table with these guys. It's amazing. Uh, but I know that my role, um, my role to play at the table is not near as important as my role to play at my house. Um, and so as a husband, as a father, um, really want to stick it and just, um, really love those uh, people well. And so for a season, I'm going to have to step away from the recording sessions so that I can be a good dad and a good husband. Yeah. And I, I'm going to take this from you, Will, a little bit, but I know I speak for the table in saying that, that there may be wet eyes and there may be a few hard evenings spent typing and figuring out what it looks like from here, but from everyone around the table to you, Cody. Um, boy, are we thankful for what you've brought mm-hmm. up until this point. We're thankful for all of the quotes, all of the memories, all of the episodes, all of everything you've brought has just been, boy, something that I didn't think I would ever cry in front of a microphone because of. So yeah, uh, for that, both Raphael and me yeah thank you for spending some time around a table yeah and uh like schweig i'm the eternal optimist (laughs) i just see this as a chapter and i know that you know because if i don't see elmo again i i cannot finish my life (laughs) 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 i gotta see elmo again and skondriag and i just i think when the future comes and we're all back together again. We're just going to be like that. Just was such a short time. The when table will be bigger by then. We have big things on the horizon. This is, it's not, uh, it's not goodbye. It's just a, just a uh, bookmark and a chapter. It really yeah. is. So, and we're still friends with Cody. And oh, hundred percent. Absolutely. Yeah. We love Cody. That yes. was actually when he told me this was going to happen. I made him <laughs> promise me. That we weren't not going to hang out. I was I when he called me for the first time. <laughs> I that was already a crappy week. Like we had a death in the family. Like I was gone for work. I had like the deployment drop on me. Like mm-hmm. he called me and I felt I was very short. It was like a forty-five second conversation for him <laughs> dropping this information on me. And after like I hung up and I sat down and I I started something on Netflix and it 
ate me. And I had to call him back. I called him back two or three times because he was, I'm sure, busy with family. And he finally picked up. I was like, hey, man, I feel like I did not approach that with the amount of compassion and Mm -hmm. grace and humility that I should have because I still love you. Mm -hmm. I love you as a brother in Christ. I love you a brother around the table. I love you a brother in all aspects of the word. And I did not show you the same humility that I would want when that happened to me. So I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, Boy, do we love Cody. Yeah. And honestly, like I couldn't be prouder of you, man. Just as, as a guy, there's not many reasons it would be acceptable for you to leave this table. There, there there really is not (laughs) like, Missions, deployment, and uh, that doesn't even that. qualify. <laughs> yeah, yeah turns I mean, you're out not the, leaving the table. Turns out you're, you're, <laughs> deployment doesn't get you out of this either. <laughs> um, but no, like I'm so proud of you. Yeah, I absolutely love the fact that you're you're taking this break, um, and I am excited for the day if that day comes when you return. Um, and just I, just a season. Yeah, just and, I, and I'm, I'm super excited for your kids because you sacrificed yeah, for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're gonna be richly Crush. rewarded down the down the down the road. So important, man. So more than you can even imagine. How pleasing it is for your your kids to still want to talk to you and still be around you. So that's pretty cool. It's hmm. awesome. Thanks. Yeah. So um, to everyone listening to this episode, thank you so much hmm. for tuning in to today and adventuring. Um, what a privilege it is to do this show for you guys. And today hit like a ton of trucks and, uh, like a whale dropping like a whale in a A begonia, not pugonia, whatever. It's a begonia. Yes. Um, so thank you so much for listening to the show. I hope you've enjoyed it thus far. And this is not the end of this show. I want to make that very clear. We have more things coming out. We're doing bigger and better things. So be watching for all that that comes out. I'm your DM, Will Powers. And on my right, we have... Ike Madem, playing Raphael Greenwich. Rich Powers, playing Shveik Patala. And Cody Gurky, playing Skondrag of the Loneland Hills, engineers of the floating city of Azerbaijan. Children of Adha, I am no longer the forgotten of the Shatterbrook clan. Here's to seeking truth. <laughs>